Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a newly committed high school athlete that just received an athletic scholarship. He's got a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 292 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. This episode is part two of an interview with the Givens family. Drew and Emily Givens are parents of Grant. Grant is a high school senior, class of 2022, and is committed to play basketball next year at Drury University in Springfield, Missouri. Drury is a member of the Great Lakes Valley Conference in the NCAA Division II level. This interview was split into two episodes and is a super honest and laid-back but informational interview with two parents and their son's recruitment and basketball journey. So let's get into part two of the interview with Drew and Emily about their experience and their son Grant's experience. In last week's episode, episode 291, we covered the family's background in sports, their past recruiting experiences, Grant's journey through youth, high school, and club basketball, and how Grant flipped the switch to become a better player, and how club and high school coaches helped through their journey. In today's part of the interview, we cover camps, understanding the level of play, and understanding the possibility of playing as a freshman in college, how the family researched schools, emailed them information, and videos, and we finish with some advice that Drew and Emily want to pass along to other families. Let's pick up this interview by finding out about Grant's recruitment and elite camps. And did you guys uh, engage with any other schools? Were there any other schools in the mix? And you don't have to mention any names, but uh, was, uh, or, or was Drury kind of the, the main one and the main focus? And once they kind of got on, on Grant, then that was kind of his decision. We attended a few of the elite camps uh, this past summer. And, that, and that's a, a great way to get your son or daughter in front of a coach. And so we kept the lines of communication with Twitter. That's the hot one right now with, with the college coaches. Yep. Um, obviously they get a million emails a day, you know, so there was communication via email, but just Twitter, you know, liking the stuff that the coaches put out or any camps that they were saying, you know, come to Grant would, would like the, like that tweet. And in return, we knew that they were somewhat interested in, in Grant when I would put out a highlight tape and then they would like it. So that's kind of, you know, that they're sniffing around your athlete. So that's basically how they communicated. You know, they didn't call the house phone. They never called Emily or I just to see what was going on. Because again, with COVID, recruiting was wonky. It was just, it was just a difficult time, honestly. And so you kind of mentioned Twitter and finding out about some of the elite camps. And I talk a lot about baseball because both of my kids are, are involved more in baseball. I know a little bit about basketball, but so how are some other ways or how were other ways that you found out about elite camps uh, uh, for him to go to? And how did you choose which ones to go to? You want to stay somewhat local because typically your travel schedule with your club team is so hectic that, you know, you want to take a, a weekend off and just go to 50 miles down the road, not 300 miles down the road. Right. So you kind of draw that imaginary circle around Joplin's, uh, Rolla, Warrensburg. Again, this is what we did. Yes. So just kind of putting, you know, a personal touch to what we did. We stayed as close as possible, find out through other, through other parents or, or players, you know, that they attended this camp or that camp. 
We also looked at the comp, like what conference was for division two. Grant is definitely a division two player. So we looked at what conference Drury was in and we knew between like going down to Arkansas tech all the way up to, you know, like Rockhurst and then you go Warrensburg at central Missouri. We really thought about the conference that Drury plays in because that was the division two school that we know the best and thought about all those schools. And so, you know, you go too far away and these coaches haven't necessarily heard of you because you're too far away and division two coaches, you know, they usually have a small staff. So in this case, you mentioned, you know, you guys knew about Drury and knew about their conference. Did you go on the website and kind of look at all the other teams in the conference and then kind of maybe do a little research on them? Or how did you, how did you go about maybe doing, uh, getting uh, ideas about some other uh, schools that he might be interested in? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, and again, I think as parents, you do have to kind of help your kid with understanding how to do this process because they, they really don't know. And not necessarily that Drew and I know how it works in 2021. It's a different world than it was back in 1992 when I was being recruited. But I think, it, yes, so we would, you know, we would sit down with a grant, we would do research on schools, see what he d- did and didn't like about those schools. Would it be someplace he'd want to play? And then he, you know, we'd start, we'd follow them on Twitter. I say we, but this is a team effort. Yes. So really I'd like to say grant, but you know, it's a team effort. Yes. But so uh, we would go through and, and like schools on Twitter, the coaches individually, the school programs individually. And then we would, I, I feel like we would then go see if they had their own elite camps, sign up for those elite camps. We made grants sit down and write emails. Like think about an email that you would want to send to a coach. How do you get their attention? And they would say that, like, if you write me an email, I, I get so many emails a day is what these coaches would tell us. You better make sure that it's something that's going to make me open it. Yes. And we would kind of look at each other going, well, what the heck is that? I mean, do you say, I mean, <laughs> what do you say in that subject line that makes them open it when they're getting 300 emails a day from players saying, Hey, love to play for you. And they said that that's what they get. I mean, it's insane. They're like, it's just, it's, it's overwhelming. So how do you stand out? So, but Grant, you know, wrote all these emails to the coaches and um, programs that he was interested in. And again, it's, it's, it takes a lot of time. And these kids just have to realize that unless you're that elite division one athlete, that again, in my thoughts and experience, I I am not the expert by no means, but unless you are that elite division one athlete, it's really hard to get noticed. Like, why do you stand out? Why are you good for their program? So you really have to, you have to be diligent. These kids have to, they have to work at it. Back in the day, I think that they used to be able to find the students maybe a little easier. Now you, these student athletes have to find the coaches. You have to help them see you. And so you've got to reach out. You've got to be on social media. You have to have, you have to create little highlight reels and put it on social media so they can see. And again, you've got to do it quick. They're going to watch it for 10 seconds. So you better have some good uh, shots, rebounds, and defense in that first 10 to 20 seconds. And cause they're going to move on to the next kid to see if they like what they're doing. Did you guys do your own videos as far as the videoing itself or, and, or did you depend on like the school with huddle or a little bit of both? Initially we didn't have access to huddle. So, and this is mainly in the summertime, I would film everything off my, my phone. And then I learned how to do iMovie from my, at the time, 14 year old daughter. Uh, she helped me clip each summer, each weekend into about a 45 to a minute clip and I I would send it to Grant and then Grant would tweet it out. I mean, by no means did I spend any money on a camera. Both of us coming out of the car business. 
Yes. It's a lot. It's a lot like recruiting. I mean, we, we could, you can sell a few cars by just sitting in your office waiting for somebody to come yeah. in, but you're going to sell the majority of the vehicles by going out and finding people that are interested in cars. Yeah. And that's kind of what recruiting's like, isn't it? Great. Yeah. That's a great analogy. Yeah. I love that analogy. I'm smarter um, than I look. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you gotta, you gotta work hard at it. You know, I was telling Emily, I said, it's almost feels like it's becoming a full-time job. I'm clipping this stuff on a Friday night in Dallas, Texas to get it out on Twitter next morning. I also helped uh, our club team. I would clip a few, uh, each player, and then I would send it to the coach and then he would put it on his Twitter page. Obviously he has a lot more followers or, than Grant or I, but just getting, getting our club team out, it, you know, it just helps with basically branding. Just the more that you're out there, uh, and liking tweets from coaches at the level that you think you're going to play at, they, they know who you are. Well, and it sounds like you guys set some parameters. You kind of figured out at a specified time, kind of what level uh, that Grant could kind of play at and what he wanted to do. And then you kind of focused in on some schools uh, and, and then obviously narrowed it down. You, you only end up going to one college normally. I mean, obviously there's transfers and all this other stuff, but you you initially just go to one college. So it sounds like you did a great job funneling down and getting help and using all the resources that you knew about to, to get Grant where he wants to go. And we're looking forward to seeing him play. It's fun to have uh, local guys go to local colleges so you can kind of keep track of them. You know, and just looking at uh, Grant's class, it, it looks like they have three, three local kids. And when I say local, two Springfield and one in Ava. Yes, I just um, saw that. I'm really excited. And I know just being at work, I have customers come up and say, Hey, I'm going to start watching Drury basketball again, because, uh, there's some kids that I can root for now. And so you take three local kids and, you know, it turns a lot of positives into more positives and attendance could be up and, you know, they got to win, but that's the start. If you had a freshman family come up to you or a freshman player come up to you, what, what advice, what are one or two things that you might advise them that maybe maybe that you learned or maybe that you did right uh, throughout the recruiting process? I have a couple and I bet Emily does too. Uh, one of the conversations that I had with Grant, car ride back from wherever, you just say, I can't buy you a basketball game or I can't buy you a volleyball game. You, you got to start putting in the work. It, it can't come from us. It's got to come from you. So that's number one. Number two, absolutely. Your incoming freshman year, get into the weight room. You got to be around the boys. You got to be around your teammates. You got to be around the coaches. That's how you build culture. That's how you build a, a foundation of any sports program. You know, play as much as you can, whatever sport. Don't let somebody tell you that you can't, you can't play. Find another, find another summer team. We, we ran into that in Grant's journey and a um, little disheartening, but you know what? It just kind of makes you a little tougher and stronger, really. The old Michael Jordan, I'm going to find something that kind of makes me mad enough to go, go get it. So that, that's, a, that's a good piece of uh, right. advice. Find somebody who appreciates you, who values yes. you. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So em Emily, you have, did you have one or two things? Yeah. I mean, I would, I would just say that by the time you get to high school, you have to get to the point where you start specializing, especially as a boy, they, they, you have to play year round. I mean, you have to play year round and you need time off to, you know, heal your body, to get away from it. So you want to go back but you have to play and you have to be playing in games. You have to shoot on your own and you have to be lifting so that you're strong because there's always somebody stronger, faster, 
and that's shooting more than you. So you, you have to be ready. So year round playing. And number two, you got to find those, I, I think like teammates who also help, help to build you up, you know, teammates and coaches, like if it's on your club team and even if it's on your high school team, but with our club team, my gosh, we're with them. We were with them for four months, pretty much straight from April through the uh, early August. And I think you just, you need other people outside of just your regular high school team. I think that will help build you up and tell you that, you know, you weren't good today, but here's what you can do to do better. And just honestly, you're hearing it from all sides that, you know, you can be good if you do this. Cause sometimes they just, I think, you know, parents, they stop listening to parents because we say the same things all the time. <laughs> So, you know, you could say, I mean, Brent, you could say the exact same thing to Grant that Drew and I say, and he will listen to you. And he, because at this point he's muted us out. Yeah. I've got, got <laughs> but, two of them just like that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just how it works. And that's, I think it works with most kids, but I think it's just, it's, you know, having other people telling them that you need to do this and you need to do that. And I just think it's, um, they need to hear the positives. I think, you know, these kids have to be loved on. I, you know, they got to be pushed, but you also got to love on them a lot. So as hard as you're pushing on them, you also got to love on them. So there are club coaches out there and high school coaches that'll do both. And so I think they just, you know, you can't be beaten down to a pulp without ever being told what your positives are. So you, you've also got to be told like how, how you are excelling. So it's just, it's no different than anybody in the workforce. If you're always told you're terrible or you're always told that you, you're never going to be good enough. Well, you know, you just get down trodden. I mean, it's yeah. just, so you just, you got to find those people and those people are out there and um, there's plenty of club teams and maybe you, you won't be on the one you want, but maybe that's actually not the one you're meant to be on. And, and that's the same thing you've got to go search for uh, when you commit to a college. You want to go and try to find a program and go to games and kind of see how the coach and the coaching staff, uh, how, how they do stuff in both practice and in games, because you got another four-year contract coming, yes. coming up too. So, so that's part of the relationship that you have to work hard. Uh, that's why the biggest program is not always the best because it may not fit your your personality or your style of play. So, uh, so, and that's you know, so true. Yeah, That's so true. I mean, yeah. like, and a lot of people think like, I, I just want to go D one. I just want to be in that, you know, down that road. And I mean, gosh, that's, you know, that's a lot of kids dreams. I get that. I completely get it at the same time. Maybe it's also great to be in division two where you could be, you can play more, you can win that national championship. You can get mm -hmm. that conference title. You just want to be happy with your team. You just, you want to, you want to feel like you are the best that you can be when you get to college. College is hard, man. It is, it, you are worked harder than you will ever think you're going to be worked. So it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's competitive because every, everybody's an all-star on that team. Yes. There's a lot of egos usually that yeah. come in and then all of a sudden you get, you get, you get thrown down a couple notches. Yep. It's rare a day whenever you've got a freshman <laughs> starting on a college team. And if you are, then you're probably something special, but it's yeah, a hundred percent. Like it's, and it's tough. Is that something that you've talked to, uh, to grant about, are you ready to sit the bench for a little while or, you know, we are, it, we it have. Is a, and we talked to Parker about that, you know, it's like, Hey, you're going to go play division one baseball. You may, you may not get to pitch very much. And luckily right. he did, but, uh, but we found a match that, that fit him, but we were mentally ready for him to not play very much. Exactly. And we've talked to grant about it. We said, you may not even play your freshman year. You may, you have to get bigger. You have to get stronger. You have to get faster. And he's aware of it. And, you know, and a kid can say, I know that's okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And until you work and work and work in preseason, during season, postseason, and you don't see the floor, you don't realize how hard mentally that that is. And so, you know, he says he's, he's prepared for it. 
<laughs> the, the speed of the game in, at high school where, where Grant plays at Glendale, that's a, that's a pretty high-level basketball for high school. The speed of the game for the clubs that he played for, I know, were pretty high level. And then he's been mm-hmm. close to ball games at Drury and, and, and Missouri State and stuff where he sees the size and the speed. So he's got a good idea of what he's getting into. It's not going to be going in blind. Right. I don't think he'll be going in blind, but I do think that it's going to be a little bit of a shock. It is a lot faster of a game. I mean, yes. when we go, we watch these games, it's like, oh, man, it's you got to have a quicker release than you've ever had. you got to run the floor harder than you ever have. But, you know, I think about going back to playing Division One. There were things that we were working on in college that it seems like you should have mastered by the time you're in Division One, a Division One program. Mm-hmm. And, and we, you know, help side defense. That seems silly you're still trying to master help side defense, press breaks, yes, all of these things. That's like, don't you have that figured out? And no, you don't. So it's, it's going to be a good wake up call. And I'm, I'm excited for him. I'm, I'm excited for him to learn and, and get better and grow. And, but we have prepared him for the idea that you may not play till your junior year, but uh, well, you know. those other six, seven guys are strong too, you know, and, and, and they're men because uh, he's going to be going against 20 year old. Yes. Uh, and, sure. uh, yes. And, well, we're, we're looking forward to it. I've, uh, Parker's got a buddy that's playing at SBU, uh, Quinn Nelson. And I went up and watched him play the other night and, and, uh, Quinn made a great choice by going to that level, the, yep. the jury SBU level. And he's, you know, he got in there and, and he's, I think broke a record and stuff. So, wow. so, you know, it, it's fun to watch those local kids go and, and do what they're doing. Forrest Barnes and another buddy of ours uh, is playing at Missouri state in baseball and he's finishing in his senior year. And so it, it's fun to watch those local kids go. And I hope people do come out and, and support not only, not only grant, but the other kids that are going to jury and help build that program. And you mentioned facilities earlier, you know, uh, when you're considering stuff, a facility is, is, is a big deal. And even the conference that you're playing in the type of places that you're going to go play can, is kind of fun. So uh, I'm glad you guys looked at that, that that's kind of a neat deal. The Panthers are a cool mascot and the colors are cool too. So that, that, that's neat. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, taking some time and, uh, you know, any ideas come up, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get you back on sometime and uh, maybe in a year or two when, uh, Grant's a couple years in, we'll try to, and I'm still doing this. We'll try to uh, pass some more information along to people and try to help them get recruited. And again, hearing from somebody other than me is very impactful for other families that are, that are listening to this all over the country, actually, to, uh, to try to say, Hey, we're in their shoes. Let's, let's see if we can use some of their advice. So we appreciate that. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you having us on. And, um, so it's a long journey. It's a hard journey. It's a team effort. And we're just very thankful that it ended the way it did. And um, we're excited for his future. And thanks for your support. Don't forget about the Recruit Me 3.0 athletic scholarship system and the QR Recruiter Draft Tag Combo Special. Go to the show notes and click on the Recruit Me 3.0 athletic scholarship system link. Listen on your favorite podcast app next Tuesday or on recruit-me.com by clicking on the Recruit Me podcast tab. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.